Hey, before we get into the episode about three guys, one hammer, I want to talk about Chemical Free Body. Tim James from Chemical Free Body put me on this product to help clean out your gut biome. So I started taking this 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 product, the Green 85, feel great. Um, it's it's full of really good shit for you. I'm sure he doesn't want me to say it like that, but I don't care. I, I, I love the product. You just put some of this powder in your drink every morning. It's full of all natural ingredients. There is uh, wheatgrass and oatgrass, uh, raspberry es- extract, acai berry. I think so. so is it acai berry? Acai. Acai berry. Ooh. Monk fruit. And there's some digestive enzyme, vitamin D3. I'm telling you, after taking this stuff for the last couple of months, I feel great. I have more energy. My mind is functioning at a higher level. So if you want to take all this, um, take all this stuff, it's it's not like a bunch of chemicals you put in, in your body. It's called chemical free body. Uh, just go to promo code CONMEN and, and you just have to go to chemicalfreebody.com. So, I mean, it, it's all good stuff, guys. Um, it, it, there's nothing but positives. Just just give it a give it a go. You can get the you can get the bundle pack, or if you could just take the green eighty five and get on with your day. You just put this in your in your water when you wake up in the morning, and then you get on with your day, and you feel good. That's how I feel. I feel great right now. So, chemicalfreebody.com, promo code CONMEN. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, welcome. We are back. Welcome to the Comment Podcast. We are here. We just filmed or we just shot our, our last our Patreon episode. So go to patreon.com forward slash command podcast. We talked about the 5G uh, alert system. So that's a, it was a fun one. We talked about some some pretty dark stuff. We talked about people's heads getting bashed in with a hammer that that, that Adam forced me to watch. I fucking wasn't ready for that. Even though he prepared me for it. He's like, just watch this. He's trying to, he, he's, he's giving me a little bit at a time. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, Sean. Okay, it's called boot camp for the psyche. Yeah. Okay. Because you're going to be digging into dark subjects in the mm-hmm. month of October, especially serial killers. Mm-hmm. Your eyes are going to have to see some horrifying things. One of one of my buddies, he was allergic to avocados. But not like where it would kill him. So he would eat a little bit of an avocado every day until his body got used to it. And now he's not allergic to avocados and eats them all the time. Mm-hmm. Sounds like what you're doing to me. You just give it, you're like microdosing me. But I don't know. I used you- to do that with methamphetamines in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, if you can microdose it, it's, it's, it's safe. Fine. It's very safe. We are. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> we are conspiracy theory history and true crime podcast true crime especially right now because we're doing a series on serial killers for the month of october 
You can find us on uh, on Instagram at con underscore man underscore podcast or on X at conmanpodcast1. You can support the show by joining the Patreon. Just go to patreon.com forward slash conmanpodcast. You can buy some of our merch at our at the stores. Uh, go to conmanmerch.myshopify.com. If you want to participate in the show, we do these shows on Rumble or YouTube every Wednesday afternoon. Um, and we haven't missed a Wednesday in a while. So, yeah, uh, definitely tune into us on Wednesdays. Uh, yeah, and we're, we're in on, on all the chats. You guys can be part of the show. It, it's it's a big part of it. If you, if you want to interact with us, that's the best way is to go to YouTube or Rumble during the live shows. Yeah, we can talk about uh, tryptophobia. Oh. Hey, hey, Sean, look at this. Look at that. Oh. You like that? It's gross. Isn't it gross? Holes in people's skins. If you guys want to see that kind of stuff, brown noises and holes on people's skin. Look at that. I can't believe that's someone's skin. Oh, look at the one with the tongue. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? Who is... Uh, I had no idea I had this this phobia. Now I have it. That's gross. It's disgusting. So I'm gonna get this off my screen. Trip to I'm gonna erase my internet history as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, as as you should. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, speaking of YouTube, if you like conspiracies and cooking, you can you can also see our MK Ultrage channel. We do a cooking show, and uh, I, we have some stuff. We, Thanksgiving's coming up, and. I know it's still a Halloween month just started, but get ready for that one. I teach you guys how to how to do uh, um, how to spatchcock a turkey. Uh, sitting across from me from the Skeleton Factory podcast, and also the co-host of Comment Podcast, Adam Hester. What's going on? Hello, Sean. Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. What is going on? Uh, well, me. Uh, let's see. New episode of the Skeleton Factory podcast. Coming out very soon, uh, probably in the next day or so. It's going to be episode 71, and I'll be uh, providing a list of great stuff you should be watching during the month of October. Scary movies. So we're going to have a whole bunch of that, some scary movies. There's going to be some uh, post-apocalyptic type of films, uh, psychological thrillers, stuff like that. That's going to be great. You can follow me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. I'm also on Twitter at SF Podcast ATX. I'm also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Skeleton Factory. You can support Skeleton Factory there. Also, oh, it's exciting oh, stuff. We have, I will be hosting a horror and cult movie trivia night here in Austin on October 17th. Here's the fresh off the, hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Look at okay. that. At Tweety's Bar. 2908 Fruth Street in Austin, Texas. It's Tuesday, October 17th from 7 to 9. That's at Tweety's Bar. You can go to uh, tweetysbar.com. I'm sure they'll have that up very shortly. But yeah, come out, bring a team. Bring a team of your most knowledgeable uh, horror and movie nerds. It, and 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 there'll be prizes. There'll be prizes for winners, and no prizes for losers. Yes, and and also Adam's going to keep probably the prizes too because he's the winner and you're the loser, and that's that's just what it is. Yeah, I'm going to hand you the prize. You have to give it back, and then I take it away from you. 
<laughs> Who has the mic? Adam has mic. The winner. It's Mike. And then I have a bouncer throw you out. <laughs> I'm going to beat you up in the parking lot and then throw you out. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when, when is, is it going to be on, uh, you said it's going to be on Fridays or when is it going to be? Or when's the first one? On the seventh. You said the 17th. What days does that land on? I, I, was I literally thinking. just held up the poster. Uh-huh. I said the date and the time for people like me. I want to know what, what day of the week it is. You want me to leave the room, come back in. We start all over. (laughs) Okay. What an asshole. (laughs) This is on Tuesday, October 17th, October from seven to nine at Tweety's bar at 2908 Fruith street. Come Bring a team and test your horror movie and cult of film knowledge. We can be talking about anything from the Halloween franchise, mm-hmm. John Carpenter films. Who knows? Terminator movies, maybe. Who knows? Oh, okay. So uh, Japanese horror. Mm-hmm. You never know. Uh, oh. Black and white movies from the 1920s. Who knows? We, we, don't, we don't know. We just oh, don't know. This is going to be fun, man. But it's again, I'm, I try to mix up. The categories of questions enough to where it's it's a it's a challenge. It's not going to be a cakewalk. A lot of a lot of trivia nights or a lot of softball questions. Yeah, things are going to be from medium to extra hard. There's not going to really be anything easy. So uh, uh, the prizes that I buy with my own money, you're going to have to fucking earn them. You're going to have to win them like a winner. Adam's going to punish you with this horror movie knowledge. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's just gonna take one or two fucking, you know, autistic nerds in the in the audience mm-hmm. who are gonna answer every question. It's not like any of these questions are, you know, I mean, I know a fair amount, but there, I know there's people out there that are just like, you know, Rain Man level photographic memory. Well, we're next to UT, so they have a really good film. Uh, uh, Department. A lot of film fans. Yeah, a lot of film town. fans. A lot of horror movie film fans as well. It's a good film city. Yeah. Like you could talk movies with guys here, like, like, like they're 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 like I'm not one of those guys. I'm not like a I'm not a movie guy, but I know like a lot of people I talk to. It's a great film city. I mean, we we have a major film uh, festival, the South by Southwest. So sure, like, and Fantastic Fest and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of great, um, you know, conventions and stuff in, you know, in Texas. Major studios yeah. here. They're, they're going to open one about 45 minutes from here in San Marcos. They're going to have a, a, a major movie studio. It's going to open up and it's going to raise all of our taxes. Can't wait. Woo. How, how's it going to raise our taxes? It's going to make, well, for people that live in the area that, that are in the suburbs like me. If you live in that area, it's yeah. going to make everything a lot more expensive. But it'd be cool to have that because Hollywood is over. They are still. I, I know the writers. Um, they 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 reached a deal or whatever. I don't I don't know about this whole strike thing, but the actors are still on strike. Oh no! The bums. It was like, don't don't join a union. What are you doing? I, I would have crossed that union years ago. I, I would have been a scab, big time. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll act. I, don't know, I think the un- unions are kind of gay. 
I'm not joining a union, especially the acting union. It's not like you're over there like Yeah, solidarity is is the no. is the dumbest fucking thing ever invented. Yeah, like they were the, like we need to do it for no. Is that what you want to do? You want to leave your mansion so you can walk with a paper sign up and down a sidewalk? Someone was like this this girl's like uh even You're not though, like us people. You're you're millionaire assholes. Fuck you. We don't like you. Yeah. You guys make shit like Hollywood movies suck right now. How many Star Wars movies are you going to make? And and not none of the Star Wars movies are any good. It, none of it's all bullshit. There's no creativity. Uh, you guys going to make another superhero movie? Just it's all horseshit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and the going online and trying to drum up sympathy is pathetic. Yeah, there's We're, we we don't have any sympathy for you. Okay, so if you guys want to make movies and you want to act or you want, it's like figure it out. Fix your shit, Nick. <laughs> I hope uh, uh, I hope uh, Anthony Cumia pulls out. We need you, man. We need you. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> Someone's like, I hope Anthony Cumia doesn't die because his last tweet was racist. <laughs> All of his tweets. His last one. <laughs> <laughs> At least ninety percent of them are. You know, you want to go out on a high note, I guess. Yeah. But who wants to go on a high note on, on Twitter? Like, I mean, I guess that's a, they'll be like, uh, Anthony Cumia passes away today. Uh, his last tweet was about it was a video of a bunch of black guys beating up a, a, a white woman, <laughs> and him saying, calling them animals. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically his whole Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a radio legend though. Yeah, let me know when Dick Hammer dies. Yeah, <laughs> people who follow Dick Hammer on Twitter. Speaking of hammers, speaking of hammers, <laughs> we uh, great segue. Great segue. We are going to talk about a, a couple uh, or or a few serial killers in the Ukraine. A lot of uh, really. Frightening me. Uh, speak. I'm, I'm, I'm over here looking at the live chat. It says live but offline. What does that mean? No, it looks like we're still online. It's not. Yeah, it's showing people in the, in the chats, but it's not really showing people in here. Um, Rumble's Rumble's gonna be a little rough, but but I I, I want to grow this one, so we're gonna keep going. But anyways, we're talking about these serial killers in the Ukraine because we're doing a whole uh, serial ki- serial killer. Uh, series for for the month of October for Halloween. These these guys are fucking dark, and I talked about it a little bit. We 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 did a little sneak peek on the on the Patreon episode about these guys that made a snuff film called Three Three Guys One Hammer, mm-hmm. and it is um I can't watch it because it's too it's too fucked up for me. I mean, definitionally. Mm-hmm. It's not a snuff film, but it, it's, you know, common vernacular would probably refer to it as a snuff film or a gore video. Is snuff film just mean when you're getting shot, when you kill somebody with a gun? Or what um, is the definition of a snuff film? A snuff film is a film or video or some type of, uh, you know, some type of video that is produced for the purpose of distribution or selling to a some type of private uh, buyer, mm. so someone would usually pay mm-hmm. money to have a video of someone being killed. 
That's that's sort of the um, so that's in that so the person being killed is only on camera because they're they're there's they're meant to be in a snuff film. Well, they're they're a star is what they are. If sure, star of the film, star of the YNC. It's like yeah, the that would be a true snuff film, but like just. You know, death caught on video. There's just so much of it now; it's inescapable. It used to be sort of rare. Mm-hmm. Used to ha- used to used to have a camera, a fucking camcorder, in order to catch shit. Now and now it's just everyone has a phone, everyone has GoPros. Mm-hmm. There's just there's just every once in a while, like like banned from like banned from TV stuff like that would be actual news footage cameras that happen to catch death on camera, sort of by accident. But now there's just people. Killing people and just posting it to the internet for, I don't know, shits and giggles, I suppose. Was this put on, was this recorded on a flip phone? Because I know they recorded it from a phone. This is like 2007. So how pixelated was I think, the film? I think it was actually done on a actual camera. Mm-hmm. I believe. I, I think the actual uh, Three Guys, One Hammer was actually with it, like a camcorder. Yeah. I think. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, it, 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 it's something like that. They they film most of their killings, and there it's according to many of the comment in the comment sections on on Reddit. It it is one of the most disturbing videos ever put out. That that like a lot of people that do consume a lot of this type of stuff, like they're even they were saying like this is like this is on another level. <laughs> Oh, and it's it's not just a regular murder video. It's four minutes of two guys just bashing this guy's head in with a hammer, and in, then and then stabbing him to death. Yeah, stabbing him with a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. The video is called Three Guys One Hammer," and you said it's not a snuff snuff film, but apparently, some they were trying to sell this this video to a buyer. Mm-hmm. Like there was a guy that w- that was going to buy all their films and he was going to sell it, so I, I, I guess it was a pre snuff film. It was going to be a snuff film, but it, maybe it never just never happened, or that was just a rumor. Right. If some type of monetary transaction took place, mm-hmm. and uh, the video went into the hands of the buyer, mm-hmm. um, that would be considered a snuff film because. Somebody, and there are like genuine snuff films out there, but it's like somebody wants, especially especially things with like children, yeah, or uh, stuff like that is usually. Um, how do I put this? People will basically tell the people who make the video what they want to see in the video. And then the people who make the video make that happen mm-hmm. on camera, and those are prob those are the worst of the worst. Yeah, you know, like there's you know there's no coming back from or backpedaling on child snuff film. That's yeah. that's that's the worst of the worst. Yeah, what what was that thing you were telling me about in the car? How they were, they were selling there was like a, the the child snuff video videos. Right. Um, it's guys. It's gonna be a dark one. I'm, I'm just warning <laughs> you right now. This, this, uh, if if you're if you're a little queasy about um, people 
being murdered or um, just like really gore stuff. And it, it is this one's gonna this is gonna be uh, this one's gonna be a rough one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you listen to the show and, and you know anything about uh, about what we do, especially Adam, you know we're gonna talk about some fucked up stuff. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was. Um, my God, um, I should have found the actual article from the original guy. Um, basically, uh, I there's this story told in this documentary called Snuff, a documentary about killing on camera, mm-hmm. where there was this Russian businessman who was selling, um, he basically had a a child pornography website. Mm -hmm. And he was um, primarily, and uh, and from time to time he would have, somebody would order uh, like a a video of a child being murdered. And um, let's see, was the MI5? And it was kind of like a international sort of, uh, law enforcement effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- basically there was, I believe there was three Russian guys um, who were running a website, producing the, you know, the, the deal, but they had the guy, they had like emails from the guy. They tapped his phones. Um, the guy was already being watched and him and two other uh, Russians got caught, put in prison and I, I, there was supposed to be some American involved, but no one really knows who that um, American person was. To my knowledge, two of the three Russians were released early from prison. And I think the last guy was released like not that long ago. But basically they were producing child snuff films. And um, it's talked about in the documentary, but the actual, I read the article that's mentioned in the documentary. And it goes into how there was hundreds of people connected to this network in Europe. And it was crazy. It was like upwards of like 500 arrests were made. What the fuck? In connection, spread over multiple countries. So, um, I mean, I, I can find the actual uh, the actual thing. I'm just going to, you know, need a minute or two to find okay. it. Okay. And also, yeah, and I, I came across this uh, this week also. Uh, the New York Post put out this thing, what, about less than a week ago? It's, it says, how New York City gun arrest uncovered a huge pedophile satanic cult. And it says, uh, right here, I'm going to read it. The arrest of a Queensman on gun charges two years ago has led federal authorities to the discovery of a satanic pedophile extortion cult that targets minors over the Internet, a report said Thursday. And this isn't the thing that Adam's talking about. I'm I'm just reading this because this is is totally different, but I I thought that was interesting. Investigators uncovered the heinous group named 764 while probing disturbing social media posts made by Angel Almeida 23, who was busted in November 2021, charged with being convicted of a felon felon in possession of a firearm, according to uh, court documents report for The Guardian. In February, Brooklyn federal prosecutors announced that they had filed superseding indictment against Almeida adding charges related to child exploitation and enticement of minors. 
and man, we got we got to do a full episode on on, on these guys, or or something on the on the Patreon. But there's 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 a lot to this. Okay, if, All if right. I I found the actual article. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it was is written by a guy named Jason Burke for the Lon- uh, London Examiner. London Examiner is basically the Guardian. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think it's their once a week, once a week paper. Uh, the Examiner. And uh, the, you can find this on the guardian.com. And uh, let's see, the headline is British link to snuff, snuff video. So I'm going to try to get through this as fast as I can. Um, Britain is a key link in the biggest ever international investigation into production of supply of pedophile snuff movies in which children are murdered on film and observer investigation can reveal the key suspect in the inquiry, a Russian who was arrested last week in Moscow for distribution of thousands of sadistic child porn videos and pictures, was traced following the seizure of his product from British pedophiles. Dmitry Vladimirovich Konetsov, a 30-year-old former car mechanic in Moscow, was identified after British customs and police traced the origin of violent child porn videos found in the UK back to Russia. Last week, Italian police seized 3,000 of Knetsov's videos on their way to clients in Italy, sparking an international hunt for pedophiles who have bought his products. The Italian investigators say the material includes footage of children dying during abuse. Prosecutors in Naples are considering charging those who have bought the videos with complicity, uh, complicity in the murder. They say some may have specifically requested films of killings. British authorities yesterday confirmed the scores of Knetsov's videos produced in his small flat in Moscow. Moscow's rundown Vikingo uh, oh district have been found in the UK, and they are concerned that snuff movies in which children are killed may have also been imported. Around a dozen British men have already been arrested and charged with offenses. Al- alleged to be connected to the Russian tapes, a second Russian child porn ring, which allegedly had a British distributor was broken up earlier this year. The investigation into the importing of violent Russian child porn, which led to the identification and subsequent imprisonment of Knetsov started about 15 months ago after customs seized materials coming into the country. Since there have been dozens of other fines quote, we have seen some very, very nasty stuff involving sadistic abuse of very young children, but actual deaths on film takes it to a whole step further. That is very worrying, said one of the senior customs officers this weekend. That's an understatement. British pedophiles are paying between 50 to 100 pounds for Knetsov's tapes, the officer said further fees were paid for access to the website that featured pictures of extremely violent abuse. Though two men arrested with Knetsov have also been imprisoned by Moscow authorities, only one of the three remained behind bars. Dmitry Ivanov was sentenced to 11 years for actually participating in the abuse that was being filmed. The others were released under an amnesty aimed to clearing Russia's overcrowded prisons. When officers from the Moscow Criminal Investigation Department raided Knetsov's flat, they found two boys in a makeshift studio. They seized a huge quantity of films and other pornographic materials, as well as a list of clients in Italy, Germany, America, and Britain. Oh, my God. Last week, Italian detectives moved in 
Following months of inquiry and arrested eight people, the police searched for more than searched more than 600 homes and say they now have evidence against about 500 people. Among the suspects were businessmen, public employees, and a university student. Several of them were married with children of their own. Hundreds of people are also under investigation in Germany. The Russian videos, which had been ordered over the internet, were intercepted when they came into Italy by post repackaged and then delivered by undercover police officers. They cost between 300 pounds to 4,000 pounds, depending on what type of film was ordered. Covert film of young children naked or undressing was known as snipe video. And the most appalling category was codenamed Necros Pedo, in which children were raped and tortured until they died. Whoa. Police in Russia and UK believe that Knetsov and his associates have been in business for more than two years, which uh, in which time they were believed to have uh, recruited around 100 boys aged between 9 and 15 to be filmed. Quote, most of the children were round up from the railroad stations. A lot of them came from the suburbs and surrounding regions and were from deprived problem, um, deprived problem families, said Kirill Mazurin, the police spokesman. Usually the children like uh, children like this arrive in the capital and they got no idea where to go and hang around in the station. It's very easy to entice this kind of teenager with the promise of a warm bed and a trip to the cinema. Ugh. This is Let fucked up. <laughs> Let me see. Some children were paid a commission to find other boys willing to be filmed, according to reports. Oh, like, uh, like uh, what's his name? Um, it's like a finder's fee. Yeah, you got a finder's fee? For a fee between 100 and 300 rubles. Um, let's see. Konitsov gave up his job in 1998 to devote himself to the lucrative pornography industry, a self-taught computer expert in which the process of upgrading his equipment to allow him to email videos directly to clients when police raided him. Many customers repeatedly ordered videos from him. The Naples newspaper Il Mattino published a transcript of the alleged email between the prospective client and the Russian vendors. Uh, let's see. The prospective client said, promise me you're not ripping me off. He, he said it in Italian. And uh, Knetsov said, relax, I can assure you this one really dies. <laughs> and Wait. the Italian guy said, the last time I paid you, I didn't get what I wanted. They, they, they want to really see the kid die. And the Russian uh, said, well, what do you want? And the Italian guy says, uh, to see them die. Oh, my God. What, what year was this? I believe this was this was uh, September thirtieth of two thousand. Yeah, so so there is a market for people wanting to see they 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 want to see a little bit of both. They want to see someone get killed, and they want to see child pornography. The yeah, most, they they the, they the want to see sickest people fear on the planet, and they rather it's not so much. Sometimes they want to see fear. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's situations where the children are lured in and they're like, oh, we're making like a sex film. Make oh, some- man, that's a, that's a, but, that's but, a whole lo- other level, well, then, another and, level of darkness. And then the sex begins and then and then the kid's killed on camera and the kid doesn't know this is about to happen. Like, you know, there's I'm sure there's layers to all this like 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 it's like the article said, there's different categories. And could you imagine 
having that kind of taste of like, I like specific categories of these types of films. It's, it's pretty twisted shit. Yeah. Like Paul Minacci was a guy that would, that would recruit other kids. He would also help kidnap them. It's like having, um, Oh, that's unimaginable. Yeah. It's like, why don't you get a job? How can, how could you turn into that? Oh my God. That's I don't know. fucked up. Is like, we're, so we're talking about all the fucked up things. So, like, we were talking about, like, what the episode is about are these Ukrainian serial killers and snuff films. And two, and this is what C-Wins in the chats was saying. Is this a two girls in one cup situation? It kind of is. Because, it, there used, like, if, if anyone grew up in the, um, like, as an adult or high school kid around the early 2000s, there was a film called Two Girls, One Cup. And like what happens is these 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 very attract well, they're 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 attractive women. They come in there and it, it looks like a like there's going to be it's going to be a porn movie, whatever. And you're like, oh, what's going on here? This is kind of hot. What's going on? And then they pull out this cup and they both shit into this cup. And the the thing is like you you'll show someone this film and you'll see how long it takes the person to watch it before like getting completely grossed out. Is the same thing with three guys, one hammer. People will show, like people that are used to seeing stuff like, well, like snuff films or or gore videos. They want to see how long it takes to get through this particular film because it's so it it's so dark and and fucked up. But like when I was looking for this, this oh here it is. <laughs> he just posted it. Um, if you're watching on video, you showed a picture of it. Um, here are some of the comments because I was gonna look at the video, and I was looking at it like, what, what did everyone else think about this? Is mm-hmm. it as fucked up as I thought? The first comment was, "If you've never seen gore, it could possibly make you puke. It is a complete and utter destruction of a human being. I'll never unsee this shit." Next comment says, "This video will never leave my brain. I haven't watched it in years, and I can still hear the blood gurgling." Next uh, thing says, never actually got sick from watching something until I saw that. Uh, This other guy says, fuck that video in all caps. Seriously, people do not watch the Neprovdivisk. Neprovdivisk is where they, and I'm I'm, I'm mispronouncing the word. That's the name of the town they're at. Nepropetovsk murder video. It will mess you up. I've never seen all the fucked up shit on Reddit and that video takes a kick. No question. Don't search for it. Don't ask for it. Just go away from this thread and head over to subreddit aw or something nicer. And the last one I have on there says, I've seen it. I can watch anything now and it won't even phase me. If you ever want to desensitize want to be desensitized, this video is it. So I'm going to throw it over to Adam right now because he actually watched the video and he described it a little bit on the Patreon, but not everyone that listens to the show is on the Patreon. So he's going to describe what happens on here. Let me set this up before he describes this video. So there were who these people are. There are three Ukrainian teenagers named Victor Sienko, Igor Sopranyuk, and Alexander Hanza, who went on a crime and murder spree. One of their victims was a guy named Ser- Sergei Yazenko. The murder took place July 12, 2007 in the village of Temeresk. 
he was a 48-year-old man that was riding his motorcycle to visit his grandson that day. And it's kind of fucked up with this guy. He was a guy that got let go from his job. He had uh, cancer in his throat. And it, 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 it's sad. It's a sad thing what happened to this guy. He was, he was not a bad dude. He was just like a regular guy. And, and this is kind of the the whole... Like, when you look at serial killers, you like, who were who the people that he killed? And the people that, that they would kill are, are mostly vulnerable people, which we'll get into later in the episode. But anyways, uh, so he, ta- he goes on this motorcycle ride. He's never heard from again. His body went missing for about four days. The body was found in er- an area by a garbage dump where it was mutilated and dismembered. The unedited snuff film was shown in court as, uh, like, whenever they were, um, they were being charged. It was, it was shown as part of the large presentation by the prosecution. The film was later leaked to some shock sites in the United States where you can see it to this day. So, Adam. Yes. Explain this video to the viewer. In, and we're gonna, he's going to go into a little detail. And if you don't like gore, you, you might want to skip this episode. Well... These guys were in the process of uh, they were during they, they were in the middle of a murder spree, right? Mm-hmm. And they would kill people, usually in kind of deserted rural areas, and then they'd rob the people, and they would like pawn their shit. You know, they'd take their shit and then they'd sell it, right? Mm-hmm. Which they didn't need to do, but they just did it. And uh, three guys went hammer. I guess depending on which one you see. Um, sometimes they would be on a kind of, a, a wooded kind of mountain road mm-hmm. and they'd have their hood up and they'd wait for, they try to flag someone down to pull over and help them. And one of the guys would have a hammer, standard hammer, uh, in a plastic bag. So it looks like he's just holding a, a plastic bag, right? Yeah. Like kind of like grocery shopping. Yeah. And it kind of, and they're kind of like. They're kind of like laughing and giggling because they're just they're just waiting for a victim. They're mm-hmm. waiting to get a victim, and then the video cuts to in the woods, and they already have the guy down on the ground, and he's been clearly they they've probably hit him quite a few times with a hammer at this point, but once he's down on the ground, they just start um, kind of the video kind of moves in a little closer to him. And they basically hit him in the face with a hammer until his face collapses, <sighs> caves in. It's not even like a face anymore. It's just like it's like a bowl. He made a bowl out of the guy's face, and he's still alive. And then, and like mentioned, um, you can hear the guy just gurgling. He's basically drowning to death on his own blood. And then they stab him in the eyes with a screwdriver. Then they stab him in the chest, stab him in the stomach. And uh, it takes a long time for the guy to die. Holy that shit. That four minutes is, it's a its a rough four minutes. And, uh, you know, and, and ultimately uh, stealing people's shit uh, got them caught. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have, uh, you know, any notes on that for yeah. later on. Okay. I'll let, yeah, I'll let you get into that later on. But it's, it's basically they're. They're, they're stupid kids they're, is what they yeah, are. They were, they were. They were stupid. They got themselves caught, you know, mm-hmm. but if they didn't get greedy, take people's shit and try to pawn it. Yeah. 
they would, they, 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 who knows how many more people would have died before they actually got caught if they would have just not took anything off the victims. The town was in, in, in yeah. fucking chaos, is what it was, and they're like, it was it was kind of like a son of Sam type of situation where they just told everyone to stay inside because there was this murder spree happening mm-hmm. and they didn't know who was doing it, which is kind of weird because it happened in in the in two thousand six or or two thousand seven. And we had the technology to like, like there had to be like cameras and whatever. But they, that's it, what ultimately caught them is te- technology and the cell phone and like was tracking a, was a was a win. Mm-hmm. They were able they were able to ping a um, a cell phone taken off one of the victims. They tried and, the, and, and they were able to catch him because mm-hmm. they they fucked up. They fucked they, up. Big they, time. they they, they uh, I don't know if it was actual a pawn store shop owner or one of the guys but they turned on the guy's phone they knew enough to if you take someone's phone turn it off mm-hmm. but i think the guy at the pawn shop turned it on and then fucking did, you know they were already looking for the guy yeah they so were as just, soon as his phone turned on like ding 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 ding, ding they they were like go yeah. to this location and that's that's what got them and if they didn't have that if this would have been you know 20 sh- years before before cell phones that would have got away. These guys would probably still be killing people. Yeah, for the most part, I, I I don't think they were smart. I think they were pretty dumb. I think they they were so into murder and killing. They started doing them like like at first they would do them at night. Like one of the, their first kills was like it was this girl just walking from her friend's house from like drinking tea and we're like I'm gonna walk home. And they're just walking by her, and they just get a hammer and just smash her in the head, and just beat her to death. Yeah, they get they get bold. Most most killers get sloppy. Mm-hmm. They get bold. They get they get reckless, mm-hmm. and that's how they get caught. Yeah, and it, it's they were they would get uh they would get a high from it, and it was it, and, and and it wasn't sure. just one type of person. Most serial killers are like I like to kill. Blonde women, in this this type, the, this, these are the type of people I want to kill. I just want to kill blonde women, or I just want to kill gay men. I want to kill this guy. They they were just. Are they, we still talking about serial killers right now? Yeah, serial oh, killers. You were just running off a list of the type of people you want to kill: blonde <laughs> women, homosexual men. Yeah. My God. Um, minorities. Minorities. You want to kill minorities? Minorities. What do they ever do to you? They can't uh, help the way they were born. Yeah. Get them out of my country, damn it. Sean thinks blonde <laughs> women are minorities. <laughs> they are. They will be. The white replacement theory, god damn it. Oh. There we go. <laughs> wow. So the most the most interesting thing about serial killers is, and, and this is why people are, are drawn to them, is because of curiosity about evil and psychology. Like why would someone want to do something so evil? Like why? What would bring these guys to put a hammer to someone's head, stab them in the abdomen with a screwdriver, stab them in the eye? Like what? What would make someone like that? Or what? What makes a Jeffrey Dahmer, an Egg Hemper, or, or Jack the Ripper? Like what? What makes someone want to kill all these people? Well, um, it's kind of a nature versus uh, nurture kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's to are are serial killers made or are they born that way? You know, and I think it's a bit of both. Mm-hmm. 
it's a bit of both. You know, um, they have Je- they have Jeffrey Dahmer's brain, famously. Right? Oh, do they? Yeah, because apparently he was very interested in why he was the way he was. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he was on the he was on the cop side basically. He's mm-hmm. just like, I know there's something wrong. I've known there was something wrong with me for a very long time. I just don't know what it was yeah. or what, what it is. And um, when he died, they took his brain to study it. Because the only time you can really study someone's brain really is after they're, they've already passed. But, mm-hmm. you know, but also I think you can make somebody, um, I think trauma, I think childhood trauma, things like that could turn somebody as well but i think it's a combination i think you need to have the right chemical mix in your brain and the right amount of trauma at the right time and those that will that will just snowball and eventually you'll just become you'll just want to kill people and you won't have a problem with doing it yeah you know so what how how much nature versus nurture do you think these serial killers actually have do you think people are born serial killers or it, it is the 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 you're your your whole environment like if i like a percentage like yeah well it's, it's probably a little bit of both but which one is probably more i would yeah. say i would say it's a probably a chemical imbalance in the brain mm-hmm. um I, I think that's probably the overriding uh, kind of thing that you can point to and be like this person's brain is defective and i don't think it's any more different than if somebody was had a speech impediment colorblind yeah um epilepsy you know i think it's the one the thing that's just their brain was made that way and having some having you know getting your ass kicked or getting molested as a child things like that i think that exacerbates that fucking makes it worse that's just fuel on the fire definitely Uh but i think for the most part i think people are they're just born that way as lady gaga would say Yeah, that, that's true, and, and and a lot of these guys have a like a grandiose self of like like they they their self worth. They think they're it's almost like a godlike thing. They think they are. They just the the self importance and, and just the way they see themselves. It's it's psychotic, and that's a certain personality trait that these people have. Most of them have that 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 trait. To be a, a, a psychopath. Well, yeah, to have complete control over another human being, mm-hmm. complete control. It's and most people don't think about that. Yeah, there's control over people that you just have because that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Like if you have children, or if you manage people in your job, there's that type of control. But those are all within structure of rules. Now, imagine if you are the structure mm-hmm. and there is no rules to the structure. Yeah. Then you can create a you can create a reality where you can kill people and dismember them or eat them or, you know, fuck their corpse or something like that. That's, mm-hmm. you know, and the people that have been caught for things like that, it's they're they're always remarkably mild mannered. They're never like some frothing at the mouth psycho that's almost never the case no like which he, which i think adds to the appeal is you know it's the old wednesday adams uh halloween costume like where's your costume honey yeah i'm a i'm a serial killer they look like everyone else <laughs> you know i think it's it's that i think that's interesting to people i think that's fascinating to people it'd be like if you could fly 
It's, it's or, like, or not Flint. Maybe maybe read if you if you were psychic. Like you don't know who's psychic. Like you don't have some sort of like weird scar on your face, or you have one blue eye and one black eye. It's like you like if someone's psychic. I don't think I don't believe in psychics, but yeah. people who do believe in psychics, it's a thing where it's a, in, enticing because you don't know who's a psychic. Yeah, it's, you're just born with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah, it, it's 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 kind of like what Jim Carrey said on on Dumb and Dumber. He's like. He's like, we landed on the moon. <laughs> that's it. He's like, tell her I have a rapist wit, and that that's true. Like a, a rapist has a wit because you have to be, you have to have that personality to bring in that woman that you are going to rape. It's just like murderers, uh, uh, serial killers, same way. Sure, you need to be, uh, you need to gain people's confidence quickly. Mm-hmm. There's a personality trait to that. You, you got to gain their confidence so you can bring them in closer. Was it Jeffrey Dahmer that was... at them. Was Jeffrey Dahmer the one that was that was, that was uh, good-looking? Was it Jeffrey Dahmer or... I don't know. Do you think Jeffrey Dahmer's good-looking? Who was the one that, like, they were, everyone was going crazy for? It, they had the whole Netflix special <laughs> in them. I don't think it was Jeffrey Dahmer. It might have been someone around that same time. Are you thinking of Ted Bundy? Might have been, yeah, Ted Bundy. I think Ted Bundy was the one that, like... but I don't think Jeffrey Dahmer was a bad-looking guy either. He had the, I wonder if those like big glasses, if that was like a good look back then. Like it doesn't look good now, but I wonder if it looked, it looked good back, back then. I've seen people with big glasses who don't look half bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, can you pull it off? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It needs to be kind of like part of a, part of a, you know, a full deal. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Is this real? This looks, no, this is, this is. <laughs> this is no, oh yeah. This is uh, this is Photoshop. Somebody made this on the internet. I thought this was very funny. What's that? It's a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer. Let me see. Ooh, Jeffrey. I don't think this is real. <laughs> Who but, made that? But it's, it's like this it's is like super sh- gay. It's like shredded body. Uh huh. First of all, these these underpants right here, those didn't exist. No, in the nineties, like no one, no one had like no, everything was whitey tighty, hoochie b- boxer brief. and then they put Jeffrey Dahmer's head on him. Mm-hmm. He's got some good traps on him too. Look at that. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, yeah, that was the whole thing with Ted Bundy. They were like, "Ooh, you're so attractive." Uh, but but I, but I, it's more of like, can you gain people's confidence? I think if you can gain the right people's confidence. Like in Manson's uh, case, you need to, you know, uh, get, you know, get followers mm-hmm. who will, will impose your will for you, you know. And in some cases, it's just just enough to like lure victims in. Yeah. So you can give them the chop. So we're we're talking about hot serial killers for a second. <laughs> uh, Frightening me says girls like Richard Ramirez. Was Richard Ramirez a good looking dude? Um, he wasn't a bad looking guy, but his were a fucking nightmare I want to know all right Richard Ramirez I think he grew up in El Paso too shout out shout out to and you sir are you waiting to receive my limp penis no way people Richard Ramirez is not a good-looking dude yeah that's a no he's not he's a good head of hair I'll give him that you got a picture of Richard Ramirez I'm, I'm, looking sure, there's, I'm sure there's some nice right. looking ones like the courtrooms ones where he has the aviators on yeah, if you see the courtroom ones when he's in the blue, like he's like prison clothes with the fucking aviators. Oh man, is that 
those courtroom photos, he looks exactly like my biological father. Oh it's my like God. scary. Okay. If anyone thinks Richard Ramirez, oh, the aviators are cool. I'll give he him looks, that. Yeah, he looks those are cool. cool. How they let him wear the, mm-hmm. the sunglasses? It's, I don't know. You just, I guess they didn't think that sunglasses were a threat, I guess. But I guess he, you can, I guess you can have sunglasses in prison. So I guess it's just something you can carry on. He you. looks like a psychopath. Oh, look at this fucking teeth. Yeah, his, his teeth are bad. Switch over here. Let's see. There's his teeth right there. That's bad. That's bad. Find me a good looking picture of Rich Ramirez. Nice start. Demand the longer. That, that right there. The one where he's doing the devil horns. Which one? Zoom in on that. Oh. Oh, shit. Hold on. Oh my god, it's it's fucking man. He looks so cool. Okay, that is exactly what my dad looked like when he was a young fella. Like all the pictures of my mom and him in the seventies. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he looked like. Oh, he looks cool. Your dad's cool. <laughs> Look at that. I think my dad's teeth are actually really similar to Richard Ramirez's. Actually, and your your dad's Mexican, right? Mexican ish. Mexicans have awful teeth. I know that for a fact. Growing home, growing up, inside the family's weird. It's kind of hard to keep track on, you know, where people were, who were they? They were conceived by. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't know Zac Efron played Ted Bundy on the Netflix series. I didn't watch the that. I, I don't I take that anything that Netflix puts out. I don't take it serious. They're unserious people. Uh, but yeah, but back to what we we're talking about. The trio of killers was called the uh, Nepro. Nipro Protovsk Maniacs. That's the last time I'm saying Nailed that. It. Yeah, I'm not, not going to be saying that the name of that town in, in the Ukraine. We'll just call them the Hammer Maniacs. And this uh, this was Viktor Sudyanko, Igor Soprenyuk, and Alexander Hanza. They were all lifelong friends that went to school together. Victor and Igor both came from a very influential political families. Igor's father was a pilot and used to fly around the the future president at the time, Leonid uh, Kuchma. Uh, the three boys were, and also I was I was kind of like looking into this. I was like, what what does this mean? Nothing really. They're influential family. There, there's not a lot of conspiracy that I I, I found. The the most conspiracy I, I found was people think that they were framed, which I don't know. I don't think so. There's so much video of them. It's going to be it's framed. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think they were, I don't think they were framed. Well, their, their father, uh, one of the fathers was saying that, um, they were, I mean, like unless they had some, unless they had, well, there was no deep fake back then. Yeah, exactly. That's what didn't I'm saying. Exist. Unless they, it's, it would unless be they had hard. court testimony, which I don't know, mm-hmm. unless they, their defense was someone else did it and pinned it on them. Now, I don't know what that. If they if they said something like that in court, mm-hmm. which is possible, but I think that would add an interesting layer. Like, wh- what was their defense? Yeah, like did they just plead guilty and be like, "Yeah, we did it," or were there's? I mean, I know there was court proceedings. There's like video of it, but yeah. I, I don't know exactly. I think they were caught red handed. and They're just they just threw the fucking book at them. You yeah, know? and I think they all I think they pleaded guilty. So like I, I, I they're. I, I think they admit they admitted to it right away. Yeah, they they really had no regard for life. They're just like whatever. Yeah, we did it. 
Yeah. They killed women, animals. Kids. They killed, like, kids. teenagers. They killed elderly people. They killed people that are just passed out drunk. So that that's similar to the the serial killer here in Austin that's, like, killing um, just drunk people walking from Rainy Street. This is what's happening with them. I mean, this is the easiest people to kill. Just thinking are, about that when you're walking home drunk. Are there any new developments on on that? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen anything. But yeah, and uh, in case uh, anyone doesn't know, in in Austin, there they found a ton of bodies in Lady Bird Lake. Lady Bird mm-hmm. Lake is like downtown, and um, Rainy Street was is like a what was it? It's like a famous street. It was mostly like bars that were yeah. sort of constructed it's inside sixth, of homes. It's Sixth Street for older people, and, like for yeah. people that are graduated from college. Yeah, and now it's sort of like a, a tourist trap. Yeah, it's and, awful. And people who are in town for conventions and shit. And, um, but if you go to the end of Rainy Street, it's right near Lady Bird Lake, and they just found, I don't even know what the body count is. It, it's a point. lot. It, it there's, there's a lot, and it's been going on for a while, and they think it's the smiley face killer. And the smi- what the smiley face killer does is they, they knock them out with, like, roofies, and then um, – they kill like they they will kill them. They'll freeze them. They'll freeze the bodies, and then they'll put them like in 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 a lake. And this was happening like in the Midwest. So the reason they would freeze them, it would be kind of like um, the Iceman. The Iceman used to do this, so they wouldn't know when the body was killed. Sure. So ice when you put them when you freeze them, it, it preserves the body. So this is what the theory is. I think. It, it, it's kind of weird because uh, what's happening in Austin, it could be people falling into the lake, and then it can also be people being murdered. I think it, it could be a little bit of both, and that throws off people. Well, when we had Gary Faust on, mm-hmm. uh, he did mention that there were uh, – the Austin PD uh, put out a thing on Twitter saying there's no evidence that any of these bodies uh, or victim of any kind of foul play. Mm-hmm. And Gary Faust, uh, he was basically like, no, there were, there is evidence of foul play. There yeah. are bodies that are horribly uh, sustained mm. some type of beating or some type of bruising or were hit, maybe hit by a vehicle or something. There, there's, there's evidence that the oh, people yeah. were... The guy had a broken femur. Beaten yeah. before they drowned in the water. And then, they didn't just slip into the water and then drown. And then missing footage at one of the uh, one of the Rainy Street bars. There's something there. Missing footage. Yeah, there there was a guy because there's one of the there there was a I don't remember his name because it's been so long. He was frequently frequenting these different bars, and they have footage of him being like completely drugged out of his mind, like mm-hmm. he was like acting crazy. And that same night, he goes to a different bar, the last bar he was at. That footage is missing. And that was, um, they know he was there. There's witnesses saying that he was there. And that was the last time anyone saw him alive. And then they find him three days later in the lake. So it's interesting. So um, It is interesting. It is. Serial killers are interesting because this thing can be... One guy, it could be two, it could be 20 people. It could be 100 people. could be you. could be me. could be me. could be Adam. But yeah. But, you know, if I killed a bunch of people, I would never tell you or anyone else. 
So the 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 hammer maniacs, what I'm going to call them. They 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 were like most boys. They like to get in trouble. They're and too legit to quit. They yeah, too legit to quit. And in the fifth grade, they used to get in trouble. They would like throw rocks at passing trains, which is completely normal when you think about it. Because people were trying. Whenever I was doing the research on this, they're like, "Oh yeah, start throwing rocks at trains." Like, okay, that's <laughs> normal. If you, put a, if you put a penny on the tracks, it'll derail the train. Yeah, I remember that. That's the thing when I was a kid. I'm like, I would do that you're shit. Dumb. <laughs> but I used to throw shit at trains. Definitely, it was. It's supposed to smooth it out. Like, if you ever find that penny, it's like good luck. So, like, I used to put pennies on there all the time. Never found one. Well, so while in eighth grade, they wanted to face all their fears. And, th- and this is a story, and I was telling you about this in the car. It, it is, if we're going to take anything positive out of this, it was, it was, it's a story about three kids facing their fears and succeeding. So the way they faced their fears was, uh, like, uh, one of a couple of them were afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and, and they're also afraid of you know, getting beat up by bullies. But one of the ways they, they were faced their, their fears is um, they lived in this, this high-rise apartment. And they would hang from the, the – to, to, to kind of challenge their, their face of fear, their, 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 their fear of heights was they would hang off of a balcony on, their, on the 14th floor. And they would hang off of it. And it would like – it was like kind of exhilarating for them. They, they like were like, oh, at first it scared them. But they were like, well, we're facing their fears. It's a good thing. So, like, it has a very positive effect on their fears. There's kind of a lot of that in mm-hmm. Russia, it seems like, in that part of the world is, like, dudes in Adidas tracksuits yeah. hanging off of, like, construction cranes by one hand and mm-hmm. hanging their girlfriend off the edge of a building by one hand. That's weird. Have you seen those videos? I, I've seen... It's like, what are you doing? I don't know. That, is that only in Russia? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck that. That's too much trust. There's no way I would do that. Like mm-hmm. you're that close from death, that stuff freaks me out. Uh, Alexander, Alexander Hanza, was the most squeamish of them all. That might explain. Like he was the cameraman in these snuff films. He had a fear of blood. He was <laughs> afraid. He so one of the things was he was afraid to bathe his cat because he was afraid he was going to scald it. But uh, Igor suggested that uh, to face his fears was to start torturing and killing stray dogs. Mm. So, so the boys they would uh, they would capture these stray dogs near their homes, hang them from the trees, and and disembowel them. There's actually pictures of all this stuff where they like they would they would be posing in front of like uh, the the dog just kind of like mutilated, which like. In the West, we all have like pet dogs, so like seeing stuff like that, it, it's it's pretty disturbing. Even though they're stray dogs, it's still a fucking dog, and they're they're just like hanging them, and it's 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 a it's a little like that. That's that's a the personality of a of a serial killer is killing animals. Sure, a lot of serial killers start that way. Right? Got to practice on something. And this is how they're starting off right here. This is how they're they're facing their fears. They're killing animals. So some of the photos would show the boys drawing swastikas with blood and do the Hail Hitler thing, which is, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a boy thing to do. Like, who didn't do that? Yeah, if you weren't, if you weren't a, a young man making poop swastikas mm-hmm. in your high school or elementary school bathroom wall, 
poop swastika. If you, if you weren't doing that, I don't. Yeah. You, you were fucking up. You were too busy studying to be whatever the <laughs> fuck it is you turned out to be. If you've ever met a boy in the middle school, in middle school, or like just going into high school, they're fucking assholes, and they're gonna do things that are as edgy as possible. They're gonna do some fucked up stuff, <laughs> like drawing a swastika, mm-hmm. and they know that's bad. They're gonna do it just because they know it's bad. That's what boys do. I'm not saying a swastika is good or anything, but that's that's not the worst thing. Yeah, a swastika is not inherently bad. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's also it's, it's so a what sign. What do you of, do with the swastika? A swastika is actually a sign of peace, like the original swastika. Yeah, go. Good luck convincing anyone of that nowadays. Yeah, I'm gonna tell all my Jewish friends. You're like it's a symbol of peace. This is a symbol of peace. What you are you talking about? Jews? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Read a book, know. idiot. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, uh, Igor Supremiak shares the same birthday as Adolf Hitler on April 20th. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I want to throw that in there. 420, bro. Yeah. Wonder if he sm- if, I wonder if he smokes weed, man. <laughs> Igor fucking parties. <laughs> uh, the, animal, the animal torture video that they showed in court when they were, uh, when they were being charged was um, they, were, they had a video of a kitten that was nailed to a cross and which they would shoot at it with pistols. They would place foam and glue around the mouth in order to muffle the kitten's screams. That's so fucked up. Wow. Poor little cat. Poor cat. Uh yeah, so so apparently, and I said this before the show when I was talking to you, this this is they had a lot of copycats after this happened. <laughs> Cat, copycats. <laughs> hey but this influenced uh, Luca Magnata from uh, Don't Fuck With Cats fame, mm-hmm. which you did a you did a Skeleton Factory episode on. Yeah, I did a I did a Skeleton Factory episode on uh, Don't Fuck With Cats, and uh, <laughs> I I was researching that episode while I was on my honeymoon. Mm. <laughs> I wrote that on my honeymoon. Okay, nah, I don't know. And how that you- was actually last October. Wow, that was, that was one year ago. Oh, so I haven't. I still haven't happy, seen. The, happy anniversary, everyone! Happy uh, anniversary. Skele- yeah, <laughs> Skeleton Factory. Uh, don't fuck with cats. Episode outstanding. When's the anniversary for the for the wedding? How long has it been? I should probably know my wedding date, right? Uh, I don't want to like, throw you on the spot. It's like the twenty first, mm. something like that. That's crazy. We've already been doing shows from your apartment. For almost a year. Oh, over. Yeah, we've been doing it for a year now. Yeah. I sent you that picture of what the studio used to look like. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible transformation. Um, Yeah. So he, he so the guy that did the, the don't the guy from the documentary, don't fuck with cats. The guy that like killed the that would that tortured the cats murdered. Uh, they murdered. a He murdered a girl, right? Like a, a Japanese woman. I don't remember what what, what he did. What, the Don't Fuck With Cats guy? Yeah. No, you're thinking of a Japanese murderer named Isu Sagawa. Okay. He killed a, a woman, dismembered her body, mm-hmm. her body parts into a suitcase, and went to dump it into a local lake or river or whatever, mm-hmm. and he got caught. But his um, father is some prominent, rich politician type guy. And he, he was able to get away with it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Isis Sagawa. 
We have bots in the chat. And, so, uh, just in case anyone's wondering, that's uh, episode forty-seven of the Skeleton Factory podcast. Uh, it, the the episode is just called "Don't Fuck with Cats Hunting an Internet Killer Review." Great episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's Donald Trump's favorite episode. Mm-hmm. He told me we went to McDonald's. He loves McDonald's. And I'm like, what episode do you like the most, Donald? He's like, like them all. <laughs> but the don't fuck with cats episode. Great episode. <laughs> tremendous episode. Oh, look, this is, this is the actual episode. Hello, and welcome to the Skeleton Factory podcast. Episode 47. Ooh, wow. This is Adam coming spooky. to you from Austin, Texas. And today... I'll be taking a look at the 2019 limited series. What if the podcast was just listening to my podcast? (laughs) (laughs) The official title is Don't Fuck With Cats, Internet Killer. Yeah, check that out. That's episode 47. It's And also, I I would recommend... Watching the actual documentary. Completely bored with Jeffrey Dahmer and Charles Manson and Ted Bundy and Jaime Gacy... Uh, watch Don't Fuck With Cats. It's um, it's a powerful Netflix documentary. It's fucked up, and it's something that happened in, happened in modern time, and it's uh, it's genuinely disturbing. And I, <laughs> I mean, the Luca Magnata uh, videos. I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't recommend watching them. Yeah, uh, to just anybody. But if the subject matter interests you. Luca Magnata's murder tapes are on the internet. Uh, the ones, uh, you know, because he killed a bunch of cats. That was bad. Mm-hmm. He fed a kitten to a snake. He, uh, and then he eventually uh, killed a guy, dismembered him, fucked his dead body. Hmm. Okay. You know, cut his head off. You know, that's the so all these, that sort these, of thing. Yeah, these guys didn't fuck the bodies. They they said they there was no sexual... Stuff with them, yeah. There's no gayness mm. in uh, the Ukraine. Ukraine, like Eastern exist. Europeans, it's are, illegal. Yeah, it's actually illegal. Yeah, you, you can't be gay. Yeah, there's none of that. None of that. Is it in Ukraine? I know Russia for sure. It's a like mm-hmm. ex nay on the gay gay. Yeah, there's none of that. We'll throw you out of a building. We'll throw you out of the tallest building in Ukraine. They they like what Sa- the Saudis Into the deepest do. Hole. Yeah, we're gonna throw you out of a window. And yeah, into the biggest wood chipper. Yeah, <laughs> but but I mean they'll they'll murder kids, so it's like it's weird. Uh, but they so what I was saying earlier is they had no motive for their killings. They kind of did everything randomly. Their victims were mostly vulnerable vulnerable people. Some of the people were women, uh, drunk people, children, elderly people. The attacks um, were all mostly random. They they recorded their murders. Um, there was a rumor that they found someone that they would pay a lot of money to buy to buy these films to make them snuff films. Uh, their methods of, of killing was uh, using hammers and steel construction bars and and knives and screwdrivers to stab their victims. Uh, from June 25th, 2007 to July 16th, 2007, they killed 21 people. That's a lot of people. That's like three weeks. So for three weeks, they went on this killing spree where they killed 21 people. 
Yeah. That's that, fucking that's, insane. That's a Guinness Book of World Records uh, record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They went They went on a... I don't know if Guinness actually did that, but... Yeah, I want to know. What What are the most amount of people that were killed in a short amount of time by a serial killer? Because you could say... like I, 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 Jonestown. I, yeah, I guess Jonestown. Yeah, 100%. Because it was like, what? Like a thousand... How many... It was a lot of people. It was a lot of people... Or through the direction of Jim Jones mm-hmm. to ingest poison and kill themselves. Yeah, not so I can I count that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm, but somebody just like bludgeoning or stabbing people to death. Yeah, like a Grand Theft Auto like uh, like crime spree where you just start killing people as you're running down the street. I mean. You get into a period of, okay, if you really want to break it down, it's like they killed, what, 20 people in three weeks? Mm-hmm. There's a guy in China that killed 10 people in one night. Wow. In the same building. How did he do it? Uh, well, he, I think he stabbed a few of them and strangled it was it was it was an entire family. It was like married couple, man, woman, their I think the wife's parents yeah. were elderly and then they had like four or five children. Mm-hmm. And they made a movie about it called The Untold Story. And it's a um, story about this uh, guy who killed this entire family. It was 10 of them. He dismembered them and uh, got rid of their bodies. Now, the the, the legend is that he chopped them up and put them in the Chinese food because the next day he was like, uh, I own the restaurant now. And That's the guy, yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, okay, I guess you're the owner. And then he ran the restaurant like normal. And the 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 mythology is that he <laughs> chopped them up and served the, uh, the, uh, the family, including... To the police who I'll, are investigating, but um, I think that's been—I don't want to say de- like that's been debunked, but I, there's just no real evidence that that is the case. I'll say this about Chinese people, though: they work hard. They make great food. Too. They make great food. That's great, funny. They He's make like, great movies. They make great food. They're 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 okay in my book. They yeah. make most of the shit in this room. Mm-hmm. So you know, not a fan of their government, but I've I've worked with Chinese people in restaurants, and they are the fucking hardest working working people. They built this country. They built the railroad system. They're the James Brown of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're like, he's like, I, I might have murdered your family, but I am not going to let your business. But I'm not lazy. I'm going to, I'm going to, your business is going to thrive. Okay. Yeah. That'd be a great Ramsey Kitchen Nightmares episode. Yeah. He just goes into a restaurant, kills the whole family and just takes it over and yeah. turns a uh, shitty... Italian restaurant into a Michelin star uh, restaurant. That's what the bear season three should be about. <gasps> that would be great. Wouldn't it? God damn it. We, I'm telling you, I'm an, I'm an ideas guy. Yeah. That's what I do. Maybe American horror story. Bear season two was that the worst. Seems, that seems e- dog easy. shit thing yeah. I've ever seen on TV. Yeah. The bear is, uh, it's, it's, uh, do you ever go to Jeremy Allen White's Instagram profile? Joel Joel McHale will be, he's like, fuck it, I'm running your restaurant. And, oh, and he, he kills the bear. And he, he kills kill, his cousin. He kills everybody. Oh, and he kills the, the fucking sous chef that everyone hates, that black girl. I'm not saying because she's black she should die. I'm but saying, it doesn't help. She, she, yeah, <laughs> that too. Because <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, Latino, mm-hmm. Latinx people. Yeah. 
And I can tell you right now. They sucked on that show too. There, I've worked in restaurants with black people and uh, Hispanic people. Mm-hmm. And it's not all smiles and sunshine. It's not. Okay. Just, you know. They don't like each other. I'm not saying that Mexicans are inherently racist, but. No. They're my, you know, they're, uh, they're my people and I understand how they think. And mm. Yeah. My, my, you my know? grandparents are, they, they've said some stuff. I'm like, Whoa, that's, that's, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Some people harbor some kind of, um, mm. harbor those kind of ideas and it's, uh, but what do you expect? We're a bunch of fucking undereducated fucking, uh, restaurant workers. We're like, just what like, do you want us to think? Uh, we don't have enough money to think like a progressive uh, 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 tech person. Well, all this shit's new. Like a hundred years ago, everyone. You got that? Hundred years ago, like we we were all doing. Uh, we were li- we were living in caves. We were living. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we're hunting for our own food. We're only around our own kind. So, like this whole, like we put were, this whole. Even a hundred years ago, we weren't hunting for food. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how old we are. Nineteen twenty, yeah, I guess nineteen twenty three. There was, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess two hundred years ago is yeah. more accurate. Yeah, we were just, you know, we were just. We're going through industrial, like this is like post industrial revolution, nineteen twenty, like going into, um, like this is like post World War One. Yeah, like World War One already took place. Yeah, you know, we weren't like living off the fat of the land or anything like Hit, that. We yeah. were, we were just, you know. Weirdos, mm-hmm. we were just weirdos who hated black people and yeah. And the Federal Reserve was being we implemented. Wanted to kill we wanted we wanted to kill Krauts. Hell That's yeah. what we wanted to do. We had yeah. no we had no direction then. Mm-hmm. We, had, we had no direction then. When do you think we got the most direction? When was America the most great? Do you think, Sean? I don't know, but like people that say that we were oh that we were never great. That's insane because yeah. we were great for. About at least a hundred and twenty years. So half half of uh, mm-hmm. the existence of the United States, we were. We I were mean, great. We, we invented a lot. Of, like we invented the car and the fucking airplane, and the light bulb and the internet. Yeah, it's fucking. Uh, yeah, just everything. Like we we invented internet porn. Yeah, we invented internet probably. Porn. Um, TV, fucking movies, propaganda. Up, All upper of it. deckers, upper deckers, Blumpkins. lower deckers, uh, we, the Eiffel Towers. Even though they say that's in France, Mm-mm. we invented that. No, that's ours. Yeah, we invented uh, two girls, one cup. Well, that's Asia. Was that in Asia? Yeah, that's our friends in the east, in, in the, the east? far east. So, all right. So, let me explain some of these murders. <laughs> <laughs> The first murders took place on June 25th when they were going for a walk and saw a woman walking by herself. Igor was carrying a hammer with him because they were like, let's let's kill someone tonight. They walked by her, struck her in the side of the head, and beat her to death. Within an hour of that first murder, they found a man sleeping on a bench, and they smashed his face until it was unrecognizable. That's kind of their MO. The next murder happened July 1st where they killed two more victims. They continued to kill throughout the month. July 7th, they attacked two 14-year-old boys that were fishing. They killed one of them, and the other one was able to get away. From July 14th to the to July 16th, they, they were killing like about two bodies. 
per per day. Most of the victims were killed using blunt objects, including hammers and steel construction bars. Blows were often direct, directed at the victims' faces, leaving them unrecognizable. Many victims were also mutilated and tortured. Some had their eyes gouged out while they were still alive. One of the victims was a pregnant woman whose fetus was cut out of her womb. No sexual assaults on any of the victims that uh, were reported. So, so there's that. At least they weren't. At least they weren't rapists. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you can. They, they probably said that in court too. Mm-hmm. Like you know what? You can call us a lot of things. <laughs> one thing we're not. Is rapists. And then everyone stood up and they clapped. They did. Yeah. And then the Russian national anthem played. (laughs) It was like the end of Rocky (laughs) Four. Yeah. Gorbachev was there and was like. Yeah. What did did Rocky say? What was his his famous speech? If I could change and you could change, we all could change. change. (laughs) He looks like me. (laughs) I hate that speech. It sucked. It was so corny. I would love to see a cut of the end of Rocky where, like, he just knocks out Ivan Drago. Yeah. And then they fucking, you know, everyone rushes the ring and they throw an American flag on him and they put him on his shoulders. He's like, ah! And then credits. Yeah. That would have been so sick. Rocky fucking ended the Cold War. I, don't, I mean, I don't know about that. I thought Ronald Reagan Mm-mm. ended the Cold War. Uh, a apparently, fake, apparently. a fake boxer from Philadelphia, did. I see. And then Reagan took all the, the, the he took all the credit, took all the glory. Mm-hmm. Rocky Five was supposed to be Reagan versus Rocky Balboa. <laughs> yeah. Who wins that fight? Because Rocky Balboa does not block punches. It's one no, of he has like no defense. There's no defense. He doesn't know. It's funny because he's from Philadelphia, but he doesn't know what a Philly shelf is. You know, yeah. I mean, he doesn't know how to protect the body and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe Frazier's you know, from Philadelphia. Punches or anything like that. They celebrate Rocky, but not Joe Frazier. It's crazy. Joe Frazier is one of the greatest fighters of all time. That, that, I mean, that we're, this isn't a boxing podcast. It's a boxing. It's a boxing podcast. Oh yeah, we're, we're switching over. No, yeah. we're we are conspiracy, true crime, and boxing uh, podcast. In a boxing podcast. It, but yeah. uh, so the like I was saying earlier, the fourteen-year-old boy that was able to escape was like a key witness. And pointing out who the killers were. Initially, the police thought he killed his friends. <laughs> so he was interrogated and they beat the fuck out of him. And they're like, oh, I guess he wasn't the killer. <laughs> they beat the fuck out of him. Kind of like how uh, Vasil Lomachenko beats up his opponents. Yeah. <laughs> in the ring. God damn it. In the sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. Several days. That's <laughs> what you call a callback. Yeah, yeah. That's what we call that in the industry, Sean. Uh-huh. You should take note of these things. Yes. I should have knew. So now I'm just going to write in, in boxing stuff into the every episode. Sure. Uh-huh. That's right. Several days later, on July 14th, a 45-year-old woman named... Butterbean. Butterbean. <laughs> <laughs> the super heavyweights. Was, was found floating yeah. in a river. <laughs> We can take a good wearing American flag shorts, best shorts in the game. Face collapsed in for multiple blunt uh, blows to the face. His face does look collapsed. It looks crazy. Butterbean. He has a small head though. He's not a bad looking guy. Oh yeah, yeah. For like a big fat guy, his his body looks crazy. I mean, he's not in the best shape, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say he has like an ugly face. Maybe I'm wrong about him. That's just me. I shouldn't have been so harsh on, on on him. 
good looking guy. Not the best body. Don't but piss off Butterbean. Yeah, he'll fuck You're going to run up. into him one day at a fucking barbecue joint. Yeah, remember, remember on Jackass where he was punching? I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where he horribly concussed and a 140-pound Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville, what a maniac. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe he took a punch he, he from was, Butterbean. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville was all fucked up after that, too. Yeah, never been the same. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, like, pissing blood and... Of course he was. I think it was having like I think one of his eardrums exploded. Like it was it was bad. It was really bad. The guy's a fucking professional boxer. You don't get punched by those guys. <laughs> like you could you could do like football, like he did the thing where he would catch a punt and like they would hit him. Like you have pads on, so you can it's gonna hurt the next day, but you can handle it. But getting punched in the face by a boxer, you you're not gonna yeah, it's no, not gonna go well for you. That's bad. Uh, so, uh, That's why I carry a gun. Yeah. Don't get in fights. You will die. You, you have a better chance of surviving a guy pulling out a gun than getting punched in the head. <laughs> Cause most of the time, no one's going to pull that, that trigger. If you get punched and fall and, and hit your head on a goddamn, uh, what like, if you fall onto a gun? Oh, that's that. That won't be good for you. That would hurt. Yeah. Uh, so several days later, on July 14th, a 45-year-old woman named Natalie Marmachuk was riding her scooter in the nearby village of Diovica as she was pat. Man, come on, Ukraine. If we're going to be, like, running your country, you got to change the name of your cities. Diovica. There you go. Like, change your names. So as she was passing through a wooded area, two men ran towards her and knocked her down. So, like, the, the killers did. They t- then took out a hammer or pipe and bludgeoned her to death as she lay on the ground. After she stopped moving, the men then jumped on the scooter and drove off. The attack was witnessed from a distance by many locals. It was just one person. This is where they got sloppy. She, they yeah. did this in front of a lot of people to steal her, her scooter. I, they were running out of money. But what kind of scooter was it? It was... I don't know. Whatever... Electric scooter, not probably some kind of motorized scooter. Uh, but um, they 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 were chased down, but they 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 never like they 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 end up getting away after this whole thing. Uh, they, so now there were multiple witnesses that knew that knew what they looked like. The the fourteen year old boy who was beat up by the cops. They thought he was a liar, and then you have all these locals. Uh, there are over 2,000 investigators working on this case because the fucking town was in chaos. Because they're like, what the fuck's happening? Why are so many people getting murdered? 2,000? Yeah, I guess it was like all, investigators. Of, all over the country. They were trying to solve this this crime. Jesus Christ. That's a lot. The fucking reason this country's going down the drain. Did we send them money? Did fucking Biden send them money back then in 2006? Sure, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, was it uh, Kevin McCarthy was like just he was he was like I'll I'll side with the Democrats. We'll we'll just go send them some money for the Ukraine so they can fight um, the 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 fucking uh, the hammer maniacs that did not pro. Blah, blah, blah. Hey Sean, how do you feel about Kevin McCarthy? Not a good being guy. Ousted from his position. I, I love it. Of the House. I love it because Kevin McCarthy was giving money to the Ukraine. He didn't get anything for the Republicans, so I'm I'm happy. I wouldn't I wouldn't consider myself a Republican, but I'm glad the Republicans f- 
finally grew a black a backbone and we're like, let's get rid of this guy. Yeah. Like like we can't keep sending money to the Ukraine. Like that's fucking insane. Yeah, which is totally within their right to do and everything. Mm-hmm. Um I just yeah, I did see that that Kevin McCarthy sort of uh, uh, post ousting interview. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, but it's it's on brand with with him, where he's, he he looked like he just take took it in stride. He's just like, hey man, they want they wanted me out. I'm out. I get it. Um, yeah. But then he's like, he's like, I just want people to understand that I wanted to make sure that our troops were getting paid. So we had to keep the government open, and apparently that's not what these people want to do. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's what? Yeah. I, it, it's, I'm like, what a smarmy fucking little thing to say. That's completely besides the point. What a little bitch. <laughs> Such a little bitch. And Look in the camera and tell, tell Kevin McCarthy you're, that he's a bitch. Kevin McCarthy, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, Kevin McCarthy. Is that slander? I don't think it's slander. What a pussy. You're a pussy. And we get- basically hate everyone and we're a bunch of assholes and we don't want any, we don't care if everyone likes us and we hate everyone who likes us and everyone's gay and we hate you. <laughs> I love that one. So the three suspects were arrested when they tried to pawn one of victims' phones. When they turned the phone on, they were able to locate the phone because of that geo tracking. Mm. Uh, Igor uh, Sopromyuk, Victor Sienko, and Alexander Hanza were charged with 29 separate incidents, including 21 murders and eight more attacks where the victim survived. Igor was charged with 27 other cases, including 21 counts of capital murder. They also, over there, also remember, they do not have uh, capital punishment. So, like, if you get charged with murder, you get life in prison. They don't have capital punishment in Ukraine? Nope. What do they have? They just you just life in prison. And they never considered that maybe um, the government should kill people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good for them. Good yeah. for you, Ukraine. You're just gonna You're leave. Not executing people. They're- yeah, I I think they were they are releasing some prisoners during the war right now that are nonviolent. They're letting them find the war, but would I, I would think you'd want the more violent guys in, out there. That would that'd be like having a ringer. Like, this guy's a serial killer. Yeah, but uh, violent people aren't good at taking orders. Yeah, that's true. That's why they're violent, because they feel like people are trying to tell them what to do. Also, imagine sending them out to war. They're going to just show up and fuck with a fucking hammer. Like, here, I, I, we're going to give you guys, like, machine guns. He's like, no, 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 I'm using my hammer. Right I've away. seen old boy 200 times and mm-hmm. I'm going to go to battle mm-hmm. with a hammer. Mm-hmm. So uh, another thing, uh, Victor, so, so uh, Igor was, he was charged with 27 uh, of the cases, 21 counts of capital murder, eight, eight armed robberies and one count of animal cruelty. Victor was charged with 25 instances, including 18 murders, Five robberies and one count of animal cruelty. Hansa, who was the camera guy, was charged in two counts of armed robbery stemming from March 1st, 2007 incident in Neprodesinsk. I love that place. Yeah, it's a place to visit. It's beautiful. 
the case was heard by a panel of judges chaired by Judge Ivan uh, Sachenko. The prosecution asked for life imprisonment for Sienko and Sopromniuk in 15 years of hard labor for Hansa. Ukraine has no capital punishment, like I was saying. Today, uh, Alexander Hansa has been released from prison. As of April 2019, he is married with two children. So, nice happy ending for him. Good for him. It's the camera guy. Mm -hmm. So, technically, he did not do the murders. Mm -hmm. There's no proof that he was holding the cameras. Imagine seeing that. He was, like, afraid to, to fucking bathe his cat. Now he's like watching the guy just choking on his blood. Yeah. Getting his head fucking like he, he was caved in. Yeah, just head caved in. He he looked like uh, you ever seen Drop Dead Fred where they like smash his head in where he they put his head inside of the, the, the fridge. Just, his head's just smashed. Are you saying that the three guys one hammer video is uh, just like. The Drop. scene from Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred. One of the great, great uh, British comedies. Great British comedy. Great movie. Starring Winona Ryder. Wait, that is Winona Ryder. Great woman. Loves clothes. Doesn't like to pay for them. That's true. She's uh, She was a shoplifter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was, she was a hottie back in the day, too. Winona Ryder. Yeah. You know, she's... Uh, you know, she's she's making a comeback. You know, she's she's in Stranger Things. That's right. Yeah, she's in. This looks like a hot mom now. What else? She's going to be in the uh, Beetlejuice sequel. They're making a Beetlejuice sequel. There is a Beetlejuice sequel. Who's playing Beetlejuice? Michael Keaton. Fuck yes. When does this come out? I've never heard of this. Let's see. When is Beetlejuice's release date? Um, sure. Is Alec Baldwin going to be on it? I doubt it. Alec Baldwin was, there was a young, hot, blue-eyed Alec Baldwin on Beetlejuice. September 6, 2024, the release date of Beetlejuice 2. Oh, okay. It's around my birthday. Let's see. What do we got? We have Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. We have Winona Ryder as Lydia Dietz. We have Jenna Ortega. As Lydia's daughter, uh, uh, Monica Bellucci as, I think, Beetlejuice's wife, uh, Willem Dafoe, and Catherine O'Hara. Uh, the husband, uh, Delia Dietz's husband, uh, what's that guy's name? I forgot his name. He's not going to be in the movie because he is... A uh, pedophile. Okay. So, Seawin uh, says Jeffrey is, Jones. That was his name, Jeffrey Jones. Is he said will Bobert be in the Beetlejuice sequel? They should, because that the whole thing with um, Lauren Bobert, where she was doing, where she was giving the dude the handy at the Beetlejuice musical. People were like she she should get removed from office. Like why? I don't think she was giving him a, a Which, handy. She gave him an over the pants handy. I've seen the video, and he kind of like grabbed her, her like oh, over the shirt, fondling of her breasts. So we were saying it's first base. There was with I, consenting adults. I saw nothing for removal. 
I saw nothing office. wrong. I saw nothing wrong with what she did except for being a great date. Yeah, I don't know why people are, um, you know, like people would, these people, these naysayers would be so lucky mm-hmm. to be on a date that good. And she's hot too. She's a good looking woman. I can't believe she's serving. Oh, and, she's, she's serving. All right. Oh yeah. Like good for her. Like she's, I mean, she's, she's a recently divorced woman, which is, it's kind of hot. Handbook of the recently divorced. Yes. So like she's just having a good time. Let her like leave her alone. Just be if she was a Democrat, you would be like also what is slay that, queen slay. What is that camera angle? Oh, why is there a camera in the in the actual movie theater? In the theater. Yeah, why is that there? Why is that there? Why is there a camera inside and, the fucking movie theater? And why is she in the exact center of it? That's a good point. What the fuck? Yeah. What theater is filming people? Yeah, that's like having a, a, a camera like in the bathroom. Like, why is that there? Well, uh, you know that. Why? So that's they there. have footage mm-hmm. that you can masturbate to later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that that you've seen from this case that have no, not covered? Because that that's that's most of it. Without putting in actual names and in particular towns, mm-hmm. that it, it's it's just a like what what do you what do you think of these these guys like what like how how do you compare them to other really awful serial killers like what 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 is your overall thought on these guys? Well. Um here, I'm going to cut to some guy walking on the edge of a building. Um, I would say... Can't watch this stuff. It's probably better that they're behind bars. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say there's there's a lot more of those people are out there than maybe people want to think mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And why would you want to think about it? But, yeah, Um but I think it's a good reminder of stay vigilant, mm-hmm. stay strapped, because and trust fucking nobody. Some four, imagine a fourteen year old. Don't you have a fifteen year old? Sixteen year old. He's sixteen. Yeah. Do you remember when he was fourteen? Yeah. I thought you were gonna say no. That was too long ago. You know, between thirteen and. 16 and it's the same thing but imagine when he was 14 imagine him walking through a park with a hammer yeah sneaking up on somebody and smashing their skull in that's that's fucking crazy that's how i think of everybody i don't trust children i don't trust old people yeah because there's old serial killers too you know what i mean like you just you can't really trust anybody mm mm-hmm it's like old football players, you just won't retire. Like underneath this table, people can't see it because it's just out of frame. Like I have like a sawed off double barrel shotgun, like wider and it's tombstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if Sean makes a move that I don't like, I'm going to splatter him against that uh, beautiful Terrifier poster behind him. And I have I have a gun attached to my, my belt buckle, kind of like um, from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, you mean like, like Tom Savini right here? Yes, exactly. Playing the character of... Sex machine. Yeah. 
That was his name. His name was Sex Machine. So is that uh, what's his name? Who was it? Was it um, who's the name? The, the guy that made the movie. I can't remember his name right now. Robert Rodriguez. Is, was that Robert Rodriguez? I was thinking of yeah. um, um, what's his name with the foot fetish. No, Tarantino, Tarantino is he, in the movie. He's in the movie. He's one of the Gecko brothers. Yeah. But he um, he just acts in it. He's not. Uh, he didn't write it or direct it. So he did, so he told Robert Rodriguez. He's like, I want you to write in to put Selma Hayek's foot in my mouth and to pour tequila into mm-hmm. my mouth. What a fucking! Because I know he has a a, a pretty I mean, wild foot fetish. I, I mean, we could probably get a hold of a. Uh, the shooting script mm-hmm. to from dust till dawn. Yeah. And see if that's actually in there. It has to be also his foot fetish is not in. Um, I don't think it's in the, uh, they made a from dust till dawn television show. Mm-hmm. And the first few episodes are very reminiscent of the movie. Yes. It sets up the, the gecko brothers, uh, Seth and Richie Seth is uh, Richie breaks Seth out of prison and then they're both going to flee to Mexico, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they they go to the convenience store. They hold a girl hostage. They end up killing the cop. Like, that, all the stuff from the the movie is in that. But um, I haven't really got to the part where there's foot fetish stuff. But it might not. I'm, if I had to wager, it's probably not even in the show. No, it, 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 it was, it, they just want to. They just improv it in the moment. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he was like, here, pick up this bottle of tequila, pour tequila down your foot and into my mouth. It'll it'll be cool. And Robert Rodriguez is like, yeah, do it. Just yeah. Keep going. We're rolling. Keep going. <laughs> what a good life that guy lives. Imagine having a foot fetish and having Salma Hayek's foot in your mouth while pouring tequila in it. 19, like mid-90s Salma Hayek foot. Yeah, like you would never, you would never have to watch porn again. You just kept remembering Salma Hayek's foot in your mouth. I mean, it would. I mean, until internet porn became invented, I'm sure mm-hmm. it it kept him company on many of a many of a lonely night. Yeah, it was that the, memory. Those long traveling nights. You, you always have that story. Yeah, that story. Like, yeah, I convinced Salma Hayek to put her feet in my mouth. No one can take that away from him. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, winning the Heisman. It's, it's just no, like that. No one can take that away from you unless, unless you're OJ Simpson. Unless you you murder your wife and kill what the waiter was that the waiter that was there. Who, who was who? What was I believe it? Ron Goldman. Ron Goldman was a waiter. Was a waiter. Right? Yeah, and got <laughs> got he his his murder was just as brutal. Didn't he like get cut up into pieces? He was stabbed brutally. Yeah, to, to death until he died by O.J. Simpson's son, probably. Mm-hmm. I heard that he tried to do some kung fu on O.J. and O.J. that pissed him off. Oh yeah, you think you think you can do kung fu on me, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> kung fu ke- was terrifying in the nineties. And if, yeah. But yeah, that that that's what we got today, guys. Thanks for thanks for hanging out. We're on Rumble right now, so thanks for everyone. We we got a good amount of people on here. We don't get as many people in the chats, but I'm I'm watching. It's weird because like on my phone, it shows zero people in the chats. Then I look over here. At one time, it was like twenty five. Very nice. So like we're it it's not like we don't have the same follower followership as YouTube, but Rumble. 
they they are pro free speech they like all all the good stuff um Make sure to let let us know if you like the serial killer series because we we might if if you guys really like this like really dark fucked up serial killer shit yeah we'll just turn it into a serial killer podcast I don't know if it would just be a serial killer but we're gonna we'll pepper in these episodes every once in a while just to get away from from pepper it in we'll pepper it in <laughs> Ugh. I hate that I hate that I whispered it gross i know it made my fucking skin grow. i'd rather see holes in people's skin yeah put put that back up um, <laughs> um just, just just for a palate cleanser but um yeah if you, if you like if, if you like this stuff let me know if you fucking hate it also let me know i that, i, I want to hear what you guys think uh if you guys have any suggestions comments or anything like that let me know follow you can follow me on or us on instagram at con underscore man underscore podcast uh, Twitter or I mean or X at Comment Podcast One YouTube Rumble all that fun stuff. Uh, you got anything else? Yes, go check out the Skeleton Factory podcast. I'm going to be doing October episodes to celebrate the Halloween season. I'm going to be uh, recommending nice big chunks of spooky, scary, horrifying movies for you, your friends, and family to consume. That's the Skeleton Factory podcast. You can find me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. I'm also on Twitter at SF Podcast ATX and on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. And if you're in the Austin area, please on October 17th to Tuesday, go to Tweety's Bar on 2908 Fruit Street and sign up to be in the horror and cult film trivia night and win some prizes it starts at seven ends at nine beautiful skeleton factory end of plug yeah go go see go see adam do that this is what he's great at it's gonna i i, I think this is gonna be a big this is gonna be a big deal i think it's gonna work um, but it's gonna make me a millionaire. Make you a millionaire? I mean, it's 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 gonna it's gonna put you on the map. I mean, more than I am now. Yes. Uh, also, patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. You want to see all our bonus stuff? But that's all we got today, guys. I'll see you guys next week. See ya. See you next week. Bye bye.